Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. This is this is an ap- absolutely fun episode. You're going to see a lot of our fingers today, probably index fingers mostly. I don't know why that's just how we're starting today. Um, we're doing we're all Italian. Well, an Italian, no. I'm Irish, so, you know. <laughs> I talk with my hands, too. We all do. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, this, this episode is going to be a little different from what we normally do. Um, we don't really have a super structured, quote-unquote, script, per se. And today's going to be just a lot of conversation. Uh, we're going to be talking about things that we love that not everybody's checking out, and we think you should. Yay! <gasps> yeah. So here's the panel. I'm Dub, and I'm here with Skeeter, and I'm here with Christina, and I'm here with Griffin, and we're here with Mr. Romine. How y'all doing today? Excellent. Doing excellent. Can't wait to learn some new things, find some great. new things, check out. No, yet really great. We've done a few of these episodes before, and I've I highly recommend writing down stuff that sounds interesting and definitely going back and checking it out. Um, so if you want to hit your pause button, go get a piece of paper or your phone, whatever it is where you got to type up, definitely going to want to write down some of these suggestions that we're going to give because we give a lot. What's up, Christina? I was going to say, or you can watch it over and over until you have everything. Absolutely. And when you do that, hit the subscribe and hit the like and all that fun stuff that helps us out a lot. Um, we hope that we have earned your subscription at this point. Please, please. No, I don't want to be begging. Yes, I do. I'll do it. So we <laughs> broke this. Proud. We broke this up into four different categories of stuff that we're going to talk about and hope you discover. First one we're going to talk about is books, and then music, and then we're going to have our listener feedback where we got a lot of good stuff, um, and then TV, and then movies. So this isn't necessarily new stuff. In fact, some of my stuff is almost as old as I am. So it's old. Um, and some of this stuff came out last week. It's all over the board. So let, let's start with the book stuff. Um, we're just going to kind of just keep going around the circle and throw out some. And first thing I want to throw out is a book called The Sire. Now we, Ooh, yeah. uh, I got to say this one because we you guys are watching this, hopefully when this comes out on Tuesday. So on Thursday, because we don't have our Loki episode, we got actually the artist that did the sire, and he's going to be appearing with at least me and Tyler, and I don't know if anybody else is joining us, and we're going to get a talk to a fantastic artist, and this book, it's it's kind of a venom, but not mm-hmm. at all. Um, I really am in love with the art style, and that's why we got... Yeah, got him to come on. Yeah. Um, so uh, how would how would you guys how would you describe this book, Tyler? Since I know you finished reading it too, I think you're you're pretty on point. You know, it's, it's got a little bit of that vibe to it, the the venom, but it, then it it really takes on a life of its own. Um, the pacing's good; it's a real steady pace. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that. You know, there's no no big lulls, and you got to wait till the next issue to even have some fun. Yeah, so, they uh, yeah, and it is in two different graphic novels, and they're. Um, the first one was released 15 years ago, so it's it's not like a new book, but highly re- it's on Comixology. I highly recommend picking it up. Just it's a it's a fun book. Um, yeah. So so Skeeter, let's hit uh, let's hit one of your book suggestions. You big Honestly, reader, you with your library I'm, I'm, of millions of books. 
yeah um <laughs> unless it's got pictures in it i'm not a reader really <laughs> and i i feel horrible because i mean so uh, we'll be skipping you truly, a lot on this one right <laughs> yeah on the book <laughs> I feel one, bad, man. i mean i, I feel I, bad i'm right there I with just, you I'm an audiobook kind of a guy, um, and late, a lot of my stuff is revolved around my job. So, and audiobooks are uh, fair game, by the way, because I do mention at least one That's of them. The on greatest there. invention, right there. Oh, in I love audiobooks. There's I so didn't think I would in. like it. Yep. Well, I mean, I, work- I mean, I I will say like one of my favorites that I mean I really that I actually read and then did some audio stuff was was Lemony Snicket's. I really enjoyed all of that. That was just good fun. Right on. Um, the, the whole Unfortunate Events series was was really strong for me. I like that one. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I mean, other than Dr. Seuss, uh, Sweet Pickles. Yeah, that's, that's really I, I, I do actually have a question since just for a second on the um, Unfortunate Events. Which movie did you guys like better, the the series or the movie? And I think they both had their definite ups and downs. Oh, so, I I love the I love the series. MPH uh, was amazing. Um, I know he kicks in from time to time on the show, but yeah, like he just he was amazing. Like he played the role well. It it just yeah. I but don't know. I think Jim Carrey did a fantastic series. job as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I was a fan of the movie. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's go, Griffin. What give give us one of your picks? Um, for books, I mean, I I don't I have to agree with that. When I was younger, I used to love reading books. Um, but the the older I get, it's like, oh, it's it's really hard for me to stay focused and and read a book. But I do have to say, which uh, some a lot of the viewers might have already read, but I just got into uh, thanks to um my father law who who gave me his his trilogy of books was um the uh the timothy uh zon's throne trilogy for the star oh, wars yeah Ooh. oh that's a good yeah one. um novels and um i know that a lot of people might know this already or read it but i you know after having the disney movies i was just kind of like man i i this is not my star wars i i don't like this and so my father-in-law was just like you need to read these yes. these yeah. are what should have been and i'm like okay and i've only read a, the first seven chapters of heir to the empire which is yeah. like basically the episode seven but it is so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm, it's like watching the movie. And anybody who's not a reader or doesn't like reading books, and, but they love Star Wars, they need to read those because it is straight up episode seven, eight, yeah, nine. They were nice. really well so, done. I've just been, I've just been uh, doing those audiobooks while I'm at work. So, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm right there with you. Those are great. Tyler, what, let, give, us, uh, give us one of yours, sir. Um, not a big book reader, so I'm not going to come at you with a huge list of those. But... As far as comic books, I will suggest Die, Die, Die from Robert Kirkman. <laughs> yes! Robert Kirkman oh, and Scott, about that book. Scott M. Gimbel actually joined him on that one, which is cool. Um, you get you get all Okay, well, mature audiences because very violent. <laughs> very violent. Um, no, you like violent stuff? Come on. Sorry, it's going to be a theme. 
Um, <laughs> I know what your yeah, music list is like. Yes, it's really good. You get get these triplets. You know, they they have uh, they have some issues with one of the triplets right off the bat, and there's uh, some shady shadow government type stuff going on. They're assassins, so they're they're really fun to watch work. Nice. Um, and it's written a lot like a show because it's Scott Kimball being a showrunner on The Walking Dead. Um, you can you can see it come yeah. through in the comic book and just the art in it is just gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's very easy to follow the panels and everything. It's yeah. nothing to smash together. I really recommend it. Nice. Christina. So I'm going to veer far right and I'm actually uh, there's a series of adult coloring books called The Beauty of Horror and they Ooh. are unbelievably phenomenal. Um, there you can get them on Amazon. They are graphic but gorgeous and very cathartic to color and I know mm -hmm. that's not technically oh. a book and I have books I promise but you have to check them out they're pretty amazing and I have like all of them so now the when did the adult coloring book come into vogue all of a sudden because I it just seems like recently they're everywhere and yeah. I now I don't remember ever seeing that really before. Well, back in 2016, I actually used to run a community adult coloring group for, for the apartments I managed. And yeah, people would just bring their coloring books down. We'd throw them on the table. We'd laugh, talk, color. It's it's very relaxing. It that was actually the, sounds like a good time. Was, the, was it, there whiskey and wine involved? Uh, when we would do it at Archive, yes. Outstanding. Um, it was one of the local bars, so... <laughs> We would, we would do that. But yeah, so one of my friends knew I was totally into like sci-fi and horror and she showed up one day with the first one and I just fell in love. I probably own about 50. I have one that's WTF adult coloring and it's a lot of fun too. <laughs> Fair enough. What do, you, what do you do at night though if you're coloring those things? I mean, you got to take some sort of sleeping pill, I imagine after that. <laughs> you're sitting there coloring a horror horror scene <laughs> i guess it depends on your personality you just fall asleep with the nightmares i sleep like a baby yeah. <laughs> okay um so on this next few rounds we're gonna skip out skeeter and griffin because i think they they said their whole list unless they want to throw one in um i want to throw in two different series in and that is the marvel what if series which you'll probably want to read um and then also the dc elseworlds it's the same concept different companies hmm. now what what these basically are is what if an event changed and superman would have landed in russia instead of in the in america that's an else world uh, um what if uh wolverine had didn't have have metal claws and had to stick with the bone that's and if they have just a million interesting stories what if uncle ben didn't die um there are so many of these stories and these are fun and they're always one-offs. So you don't have to get like steeped into the, the lore, but you're just kind of there in it. So I recommend, especially considering um, starting August 11th, mm -hmm. uh, the what if series is coming out and there's going to yep. be, I would check these out on comiXology. That might, that might help you understand what you're watching. Yeah. Well, and I don't know yeah. that they're really covering any well, of the, the what if stories, but the you know concept I mean? is definitely there. Yeah. Yes. Well, because with the with the what if, there's a lot more of the Watcher and all that, and I don't think we're going to get that with the what if series. But that's right. a different show altogether. Uh, give us another one there, Tyler. All right. Well, Stabity Bunny. <laughs> yes. That was amazing. Um, 
it's an indie series that I highly recommend. Uh, I think they're out to about 12 issues now. Um, it's a fun time. It's you have a little girl who has her stuffed bunny, Stabity, mm-hmm. and you find out very quickly Stabity has his own secrets and he protects the little girl who also Ooh. has secrets. And I, I don't want to spoil anything. So yeah, don't spoil it too much. But it's I'm a gonna good check time. this out. It's it's drawn beautifully yet again. You know, I'm I'm attracted to certain styles of art. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely one that I would recommend. Is is that kind of similar? I don't know if you've read uh, Emily the Strange. Is that kind of in that same kind of Emily strange? the Strange? I don't think I've come across that one. Oh, yet. okay. Yeah, you'll you you would like that one. But yeah. it, it, that sounds like it'd be kind of similar. Christina, you got another one for us? I do. Uh, Confessions of an Ugly Stepsister. We all know Wicked. We all know Maguire for Wicked. I actually love and adore the second, The Confessions of, a, of an Ugly step, Stepsister. It's a fun um, journey and, from a different perspective. Yeah. So I think if you liked Wicked, you'll really like it, but it didn't become a musical, so it didn't get as big. Well, he's done, he did an Alice in Wonderland. He's done um, three different ones on the Wicked series. He's yep. done uh, Cinderella. That was the, he's done Sleeping Beauty. He's done a um, a Christmas Carol retake, which was pretty freaky. Um Great at I, I I recommend everything by McGuire because I really love what he does. Um, I want to throw out an, an audiobook, which is Neil Patrick Harris's um what's it called? Um Choose Your Own Biography. And it's literally it's written. No matter how you go at it, you'll get to the right ending. But he goes, if you if you want uh me not to, if you or if you want our character not to do uh, go into go into show business and live a life that's normal, and then you flip to that that page, and it's like, yes, and he lives, and then he, he has a nine to five job, and then he dies. If you want to go back and find oh. out what really <laughs> happened, it's it's right. highly entertaining, especially the audiobook. Anything written by Neil Patrick or Neil Patrick Harris puts his finger to is how does that amazing. work in an audiobook though? He he makes it work. Okay. In fact, I I listened to the audiobook first, and I think it's better. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for us, Tyler? Sure do. Okay. Because if you listen to me on the show, you know I'm a zombie guy. And no. I think it's important that everybody reads everything you ever needed to know about zombies. Huh. Like Matt Mook. Um, I haven't heard of that one. Bit of a bit of an educational, because, you know, zombies are theoretical yeah but some of us believe that there's a there's a there's a, a way something of that nature could happen um so it's a bit of a educational bit of a survival guide um and i think you could apply a lot of the information there to a lot of various situations very good so, uh yeah it's fun christina okay especially so I know since I'm gonna... especially since romine's a florida guy <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna get some 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 hit on this one, but I absolutely loved the Big Bertha comics. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. No. She, was a, she was a West Coast Avenger. She was a very chubby gal, and to get her powers, she would go in the bathroom and throw up. Ew. So, and then she was wow. like this totally tight, bad mama jama. <laughs> um, 
and that sounds I like know, a positive role model. <laughs> right, I know, <laughs> I know teach that anorexia. She, <laughs> right, bulimia. The way I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, bulimia, bulimia. But I absolutely adore her. Um, I'm pretty sure she's on. Um, I can never remember the name of it, Wendell. The comic books, all the website. Comicology. Comicology. I always want to say comic booksology. Anyway, um, I have her some of her originals from when I was a teenager, and I just I found her delightful. And hmm. check her out. They're funny. They're they're good. So very good. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do my last two. If you guys have any to pop after this, let's just get kind of the rest of these out. Um, my two, and this is gonna be fast. I go over lock and key. Love the art. We're going to talk about it more when we get to TV, but just a fantastically brilliant series, and you should be reading it. I think it's written by uh, Stephen King's son. Um, okay. Highly, 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 highly recommend it. And the other one is Fables, which is what every single um, TV show that's tried to throw, um, you know, the Grimm's fairy tales and all that. They've all tried to follow fables and they've ne nothing has been as good. It's, I think it is in my top three series ever. Um, there's like 28 graphic novels. So it went on for a long time. Bill Willingham. My favorite one's right up there. Which one? I can't it's see. Red Riding Hood. Oh, Red Riding Hood. Yeah, I yep. love that. Yeah, they, they cover, they cover um, a lot that you've never even a lot of uh fairy tales that you've never even heard of and then real history did you know that snow white had a sister in the original telling most people didn't and they bring it in and they really do their research highly recommend it and it's it's more adult because there's some there, there's some adult dulting going on in it yeah. it's, it's fantastic <laughs> uh tyler finish up your book list sir uh that's pretty much it for mine if, fair enough uh, if you get around to it, we have Masters of the Universe the Kevin coming Smith up one? soon. So, and they have released the prequel that Kevin Smith is also involved in as far as graphic novels go. So, you so maybe it'll come out more than once a year, you know? Hey? Yeah. Because <laughs> Kevin Smith has a bad habit uh, of that. <laughs> right. No, we actually have a couple issues coming up pretty quickly. So Nice. Yeah, I recommend checking those out so you can get involved with the, the He-Man. Very good. Like me. Huh, great. <laughs> Christina. So the next one for me is actually a local artist here. She's pretty young, um, but it's called Gateway, the Migix Cycle and Saracens. And it's by Miss Juliet Dunn. Uh, it's sci-fi fantasy. It's got social resistance, crazy weird creatures. Uh, they're not very, they're not very long to read, but definitely you should pick them up. They're amazing. Hmm. And she writes um, very thoughtful, but keeps the action consistently moving forward. Very good. Okay. Now, before we move on to uh, the next session, which, which is music, Tyler, where did you get that fantastic shirt you're wearing? This shirt right here, sir. I picked up at iheartgeek.com. Shipping was excellent. The process was easy and it fits amazing. I have to say, I actually really, really enjoy wearing this shirt. And I live in Florida and it's hot. It is. No, actually, that's, and uh, not to plug too much, but that's, that's part of why I like these shirts so much. They are so, you know, how you get a lot of shirts, especially the mail order ones, and they, they're like itchy or they're too thin. 
Right. Or they, they just feel like either they feel like it's a Hanes shirt or it feels like it's yeah, just it's a square cheap. with holes, you know? Yeah. No, these actually these. great cut on them. I highly recommend them. Um, also hit the like, hit the subscribe, all that other fun stuff and become a Patreon. We just released uh, Iron Man last week and I believe we have Iron Man two coming out this week. Yay. Okay. Um, so let's move on to music. Now, I, I made my list really, really short because I know everybody had a lot on here. So um, let's start with me. Um, I want to, <laughs> I have, there's, there's only two that I'm going to talk about. I might throw another one in later, but there's two that I really want to talk about. And the first one is it's eight different albums called Punk Goes Pop okay. and or Pop Goes Punk. And they have like a bunch of top 40 radio hits which like ew, done by these just amazing more hard rock quote punk guys and if they are done i'm like how is this not the main mix mm. of these so good production value is off the charts highly recommend it um yeah yeah uh skeeter Great. give us give us some music sir oh my gosh so I mean, give us a couple because I know you guys have big lists. Yeah, growing up, I mean, I I always wanted to be a DJ, talk about radio voice, things like that. So I was always very connected to music. Um, uh, Recently, I've I've been really connected to local bands, um, things like that. Local to me down in the central here in the Central Valley of California, um, we have a a a bluegrassy. new band uh, they're not new they've been out for a bit but uh poor man's poison uh very bluegrassy i highly recommend if you love a, a nice um you know just a night sitting around sipping on some bourbon listening to some good bluegrass and uh wonderful band uh to listen i, I love them to death uh living color was another one um, one of my favorite bands of all time 80s 90s uh living color just i mean that was i mean my my theme a lot of my theme stuff for for growing up um but i i literally enjoyed every moment of every piece that living color did um goldfinger um yeah ska band um love them uh superman or here in your bedroom uh two of the two of my favorite songs i mean most of their mainstream stuff but that's two of my favorite songs especially superman just a great song those guys got together during covid and did one of those zoom oh, those music are fun. video yeah. sessions it was just amazing um and then i wrapped it up to keep it short with faith no more um one of my favorites uh always still one of my favorites uh the fish lives tour Back in the 90s was one of the funnest concert uh, runs they ever did. Um, but I just love Faith No More. Yeah, great um, band. There's rock style, great stuff. So yeah. that's my music list. I, I Check them out. Uh, they're all over, of course, everywhere, iTunes yeah. and everywhere else. Griffin, what, what we got, bud? I, I, I'm like, you're going to hear stuff I've never heard before. And you might want to unmute. Um, my bad. Okay, no so um, uh, so I I mainly I just have one that I feel like um really that I I had to offer um 
and this is uh, a, a lot of people don't might might not necessarily like hip hop or or rap, but um, my favorite like ever creation in music is uh, the album called The Incredible True Story um, by uh, Logic, who is who's a rapper, um, and he's only been recent these last ten years. Um, but it's a story about uh, by 2065, um, the we've destroyed Earth. We have like just polluted it and just it's gone to, you know, complete uh, crap. And then all the residents who are still alive get on spaceships and fly and they're trying to uh, find a planet paradise. And that's what it, it's called. And they're on the ship called uh, the Babel, and basically it is these two guys, um, these two pilots who are um, called Quentin Thomas and William Kai, and they are listening to the incredible true story as they are going to find paradise. And so the album, it's like I had never heard anything like it before. It was like watching a movie but wow. listening to it and it yeah. was like it's an album within an album and so um i i definitely recommend it um and it is it is a great piece of work so that is the one thing i have to to offer for me very cool really interesting yeah and, and if you don't know who logic is if you watch rick and morty on the um Oh, what is it? Their superhero team, whichever one that was when Rick has the party at the end, that's who's rapping in that Rick and Morty episode. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah. I think about it. Yeah, that is. Okay, Tyler, what is your, mm-hmm. some of your list? Um, are we dropping the list? Get ready for metal. Uh, well, I think, or, I think one we're going to uh, give, give us some of your tops. Gotcha. Um, not actually. Not a whole lot of metal. I do listen to metal, but this is hidden gems. A lot of the stuff I'm a fan of in the metal, the country, the rap circuit is all pretty popular stuff. Um, so I went a little more obscure with my other choices when I'm alone, so I don't annoy people. Um, definitely Mindless Self-Indulgence. You ever get a chance to look that up? What is They've it? They've been out. Oh, dude, if I could, if I could describe it. I would. <laughs> a lot, there's a lot of electronic. There's a, they're mixed with you know a lot of a lot of rock. I guess you would say kind of industrial uh, sound, man. Industrial, but yet super fast, super crazy. Uh, it's like, man, I, I can't really put one good description on it. You just gotta you gotta listen to it. Yeah. Um, none of this stuff is stuff you're gonna play in your kids with your kids in the car. I but, can't um, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, fart barf. <laughs> yes, bar bar. Um, <laughs> the name is why I picked to look at it, and once I listened to it, I was hooked. Is <laughs> I think I broke up. <laughs> hey, yeah, you broke up. <laughs> the hey, you know they did they did well. See, got your attention, but um, uh, it's, it sounds like this is my music, new favorite band, and I want their T-shirt. <laughs> it right. It it sounds a lot like um just electronic music but it's real video gamey uh Ooh. oh yeah. nice yeah they got some songs that sound like they could be right out of a crazy trippy zelda or something okay um, i'm writing this down also oakley dokley the ned flanders the ned flanders metal band. band yes yes 
yes very good very fun to listen to short songs you know you don't have to listen to a 30 minute album um I'll, and then i'll leave you with gary clark jr oh so good so good um, he, he 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 makes his he guitar, gets on that guitar jimmy hendrix esque who's playing it yeah yes say that He's one more time gary clark jr yep yep very soulful notepad. very bluesy um complete different spectrum from the other ones i mentioned the first one i would check out from him um he, he did the um the justice league trailer when they did come yeah, together come that together. was him um yeah one of bright lights was another of my favorite songs uh pink cadillac is another yeah. really good one um that and those three songs give you a good wide array of what he can produce yeah okay christina um, my first one is from the 90s. It's uh, Hepcats. It's an all-girl uh, ska band. It's a lot of fun. A lot of really good music. Uh, then Mouse on the Keys. They are a Japanese band, and they do jazz, funk. Uh, they, they kill her on the drums. It's just really fun. Hop in the car, drive, listen to. And then, of course, for me, anything from Two Steps from Hell. I've talked about them before. Mm -hmm. uh, epic, sweeping. Um, they do some EDM. They do some, you know, just depending because they work in a lot of the, they work in the movie industry a lot. So uh, Battle Cry is my favorite album from them. Get in the car, crank it, drive. It is life changing. Very good. Now, I, uh, since I only named one, I'm going to name three more. Uh, one is Bela Fleck and the Flecktones, which is fusion jazz with a banjo. Mm -hmm. It's the most amazing. They are, Victor Wooten is the bass player. If you ever heard him, literally, it is like it's 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 a it's an embarrassment of of talent in that band it's probably the most talented band and i don't want posted links on facebook yeah. and i i listen to them every single time yeah i want um i wanted to mention them because they actually officially broke up because yeah the, the the saxophone player plays with dave matthews now and bayla's doing million dollar grammy stuff and vic's you know god so uh <laughs> and the other two that i wanted to mention are, are something one we mentioned often and that is baby metal listen to yeah. baby metal it'll make your life better and the second one is kirby crackle which does all of their stuff is geek related um they do songs about green lantern they do songs about video games they do songs about zelda they i mean what that's all they do is kirby crackle kirby crackle i might look that up they're there they're a lot of fun and with that let's move on to listener feedback And now, let's see what all of our geek rock stars have to say. Okay, so I don't know if you guys noticed, the screen looks a little different, and there's less voices that are on if you're one of our audio listeners. Uh, Skeeter and Griffin had, were having some internet issues, and they were moving up at a cabin. So, and they're in the mountains, so um, they, they gave me their list, and we will discuss it as we go. Okay, so let's do our listener feedback today. And the first one that, and I know, are we freaked out that I'm the one that's reading it? The first one we're going oh. to say is uh, Carl Reed, the Black Geek. Hi, we miss you, bud. Um, I hope you're enjoying oh. your move. We he's only three lot. hours away from me now. Now he's far from me. 
Okay, so Carl says anime, specifically older ones like Gundam and Macross. I feel like Hollywood hasn't made it popular since people still don't give them chances. Um, by the way, this the question was uh, your what what do you want people to discover? Um, y'all read the listener feedback, and yeah, I agree. I think that anime, the comics are out the or what is it? Manga is outselling comic books, I believe, fifty to one right now. Really? What are we doing? What are we doing wrong? And why aren't we? You know, I don't. Anime needs to change their style a little bit. I think, uh, um, soften it a little bit and make it Americanized. But yeah, no, I do think that we haven't given a chance. We have the big ones. We have our Cowboy Bebop's and our uh, Ghost in the Shell. Castlevania, and that's that's even kind of a lot of people yeah. aren't discovering. And it's strange because it has a massive following. I go to a lot of conventions. I mean, it, it's anime has a massive following, yeah. but yeah, it still feels like it's underground. You know, yeah. it's yeah. I don't know. And but then again, would it be as good if you found a way to break free and really right? do something main? Yeah, true? like would it be as enjoyable? Yes. You think so? Yeah, because I you mean, you don't think they'd sacrifice anything to get a there. A lot of the things that I love, people haven't heard of, just because it's not in your face. Yeah, right. my my favorite okay. anime series, like hardly anybody's heard of, and that's uh, Le Chevalier de Ion. It's uh, French based uh, in zombies. Tyler, mm-hmm. you should check it okay. out. Um, it's amazing. It's done really, really well. And but yeah. when I talk about it, people are like, "What? Huh?" You may have to send me a link because I'm pretty sure I don't know how to spell that. I but- will. I, I will say, um, Carl brings up a great point. Look up some anime, you know. Try something different because it's it's a very different art form. Um, yeah. Check it out. It's completely worth checking out. Um, Satomi, our own Satomi. Okay. Uh, she said, escape rooms. Um, you haven't heard all of my whys and my gushing. You'll hear more when we do a show about it. So that's her making us do a show about escape rooms. Um, She's a genius. <laughs> we are planning on doing it. Um, escape rooms, it's, that's not something that's caught my attention, but it's something that I want to. And I feel like a lot of people the same way. Uh, do you yeah. guys have any escape room thoughts? Yeah, no, I've done them. They're a ton of fun. They're a lot of fun. I think like when I tried to get some friends to do it, they they there's this misconception that they're trapped for life or they're going to feel stupid. It is so much fun. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think I haven't done them, but I know people who have, and they they never have a negative thing to say. I no. think if you get the right group of people, it's a it's a heck of a time. But I I think that TV has definitely put a, a kibosh on it because when you watch in the sitcoms, it's they're cheesy. Yeah. Right. You know, um, let's see. Blies says this, this is a long one. Willie's Wonderland with Five Nights at Freddy's movie and production. A few studios have taken a shot at the haunted animatronic plot. And Willie's is fantastic. Right on. For anyone who is a Nick Cage fan, you should get a kick out of the horrifying or the horror comedy flick. Um, he also says Hyperion Comics, and which is something he's been pushing since day one. This is one of my all-time favorite book series. I have revisited it multiple times, and for anyone who loves sci-fi reading, it is a must. Um, he wants to do a full-length series. Big surprise. And honestly, if we can get a couple of us to read it, we'll be on it. But it's, yeah. Again, this is what's hard when it's not something that a lot of people know about, so they're harder to do the full-length episodes um online args alternate reality games i'm not really familiar with these too much 
On platforms like Reddit and YouTube, there are creators that make amazing ARGs that involve communities all around the country. I've seen some that expand to multiple social media platforms, leaving hints and mysteries to be discovered by their communities, even leaving things in the physical world for people to find. There are all types of different genres, but the horror ones are always the most intense and well thought out. This sounds interesting, but I don't really have a grasp on what it is. Do you guys know what the okay. ARG is? I'm not familiar with it either. I'm wondering if it's a if it's a VR thing, something you can play on your phone, like what. We're going to yeah, need Blyze to expound on Yeah. Uh, Blyze, if you want to put that in the um, Look up. comments, I, I want, this is something I definitely sounds interesting. Yeah. Okay. We have Kimberly who said Kung Pao. The director, Steve Odenkirk, uh, took an old movie, Savage Killers, and digitally added new materials and dubbed it over his own dialogue. There's absolutely nothing serious about it, and you will find something new and funny almost every time you watch it. It has so many different funny one-liners that stick with you for years. Not many people have seen it, but most people love it and quote it often. And freaking fantastic. Yeah, this is something that you and your wife bring up literally oh. anytime you guys get a chance. Can you real quickly it's, tell us why? It's just so fun. It's so cheesy. It's yeah, if you're a fan of that, you know, it's so stupid, it's funny. Like it's it's right up your alley. I they they just it's ridiculous, man. The absurdity is done just right to where it hits every time, you know. Um, Dino from the Hump Podcast, he recently passed. Me and him bonded over this movie. Yeah. And we could quote it from across the room, and he would turn around, and, you know, it would get his attention. He knew I was there. I mean, it's just, and it's very quotable. It's fun. It's funny. It's a, it's doesn't take itself seriously at all. In the concept, it, it, he took an old, you know, um, an old kung fu movie and dubbed over it with his own stuff, and it yeah. fits perfectly. Very good. Yeah, well, I, this is something that I keep meaning to check out. It's just I got to be reminded. So Tyler, keep reminding me. Maybe we'll do a show mm -hmm. on it. Maybe we'll do a thought <laughs> bubbles on it after. Um, oh, there now, you go. There we, go. we do have like another nine, um, but unfortunately, I'm looking at the time, and in order for us to get out on time, because some people have to work, I'm gonna have to skip over those. I'm sorry, guys. Thank you so much for everybody for. Thank you your, very much for your feedback. And I really, really was trying to read everything. I just, yeah, time, 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 time. Okay, we're reading your suggestions. So next one up we have, we are going to talk TV. Um, and because of the time crunch, we're going to kind of do them all at the same time. Um, I'll do, I'm going to do mine and then we'll do Tyler's and then I'll do Griffin's and then we'll do Christine's and then we'll do Skeeter's if that makes sense. Okay. So mine that I want to throw out, and most people have watched these, but I highly recommend the, the Umbrella Academy because I know not everybody's watched it. You should, especially the first season. I hate the comic book, to be said, to be to be fair. Really? The, the show is fantastic. I hate the art style. The show is so fantastic. Um, and then, of course, The Boys. If you're not watching The Boys and you don't mind uh, dark humor, The Boys is for you. Um, mm -hmm. October Faction, which is another comic book turned into a TV show on Netflix. That one, nobody jumped on. Um, I, yeah, I'm curious about this one. It's, it's good. It, they're monster hunters. Okay. It's a family of like a CIA type organization that fights monsters. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's highly secretive. Um, 
And it's not what you expect. No, a little bit of the CW stuff in it, but it's really an enjoyable, enjoyable, enjoyable show. If you liked Umbrella Academy, you're going to love October Faction. And finally, Lock and Key, we'll mention that one again. Um, yes, read the book, watch the show, and the new series is coming out at the end of this month, or it's new season, so highly recommended. Tyler, let's get, give me yours, sir. All righty. Um, one that I think is a bit underrated is War of the Worlds on Epics, if you have Epics or can stream from Epics. Mm -hmm. It's a nice take on that old story um it was not what i expected it takes place overseas so there's a lot there's a few areas where there's like subtitles and stuff yeah. so if you can tolerate that it's, you know you're good um but yeah it was it was one that i didn't expect to even like and we ended up watching like five episodes in one night you know going to bed late um another one is superman and lois on the cw Okay. I was very surprised at the their take on that and the way they, you know, seeing Superman as a as a dad, as a family guy. Yeah. You know, it's it's a really cool take Be on it. Because and you're suggesting it, I'm gonna watch. I've been avoiding it because the CW shows have just taken such a dump lately. Right. No, I mean, this is they haven't it, been good in a while. But the that, tone, the if tone you say, the show if you say takes, it's good, I think it's good. you'll enjoy it. I'll buy it. You know? So I'll check I will definitely check it out. Um another one complete opposite end of everything i've talked about today bluey um for you parents out there i have two kids one of them is four years old bluey is the one show i recommend every parent let their kids watch it is done so well i don't know who writes this show but i get taught lessons about being a parent <laughs> nice. while watching this show seriously nice. the i i can't get enough or i can't gush enough about this show because you know kids shows are just ridiculous and oh yeah my mind melting crap but not this it's uh everything but yo gabba gabba yes on the surface if you just catch a couple minutes it's like oh what is this they're playing keepy uppy you know this, what, what is this you know but um when you really do there's episodes that have almost brought me and my wife to tears just nice. it's just so heartwarming and everything i was not expecting um, this as an answer <laughs> right but no i highly recommend it if you have children you got um, one more for us yeah i want to go ahead with titan I just recently got into this one and I was very blown away. I did not expect it to be put together as well as it does. It's pretty dark. It's definitely not for kids. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the introduction to the characters as you're going along and you know, they they've got to come together and it's just, yeah. the events that happen, it's it's pretty violent. <laughs> but but yeah, it's definitely not your uh, Teen Titans Go or your just Teen Titans in well, general. It looks like it'll fit in with like your Doom Patrol or yes. Star yeah. Girl. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's really good. I haven't watched this. Is another thing that I've been meaning to get into. Christina, let's hear. Let's hear. Let's hear a couple of your okay. lists. I thought you were going to read Griffin's oh, real quick. I do need to read Griffin's. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> you're quick. Okay, so Griffin said Cowboy Bebop, fantastic. Um, Netflix's Ragnarok. Uh, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, and Invader Jim, Invader Zim. Oh um, yeah, yeah, those are those are all really good. Mm -hmm. Okay, now Christina. Okay, Good Omens on Amazon. Michael Sheen, David Tennant. You have to watch it. It's genius. 
Uh, it's funny. It's irreverent. Um, you, it's one of my favorites. Um, Haven, set in a little town in, I believe it's New Hampshire or Maine. I can't remember. But the storyline is basically, uh, people. they call them the troubles. People have these challenges or issues that are like supernatural. And this one lady can come in and fix the problems. Uh, but it's just really geniusly done. Um, Lost Girl, I don't know if anybody's watched mm -hmm. that one yet. Oh, okay. No. So she, uh, it's a lot of fantasy. She's a succubus, the main character. And there's werewolves and vampires and you just really have oh to watch it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a little more adult themed, but it's really well written. It's really well done. And there's a ton of characters and then the last one for me is 2012 Beauty and the Beast. And that TV series is based off of, um, it's a soldier that's been tested on uh, versus the more traditional Beauty and the Beast story. And Beauty is a doctor. And it's done really, really well. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay, so let me read up um, Skeeter's list real quick. And he said, psych which we've talked about a million times. So that's such a great show. Um, Jupiter's Legacy, which I still haven't caught, but it looks really good. And uh, what was that last one? Last Man Standing, which is, you know, that it's Tim Allen. I think it's Tim Allen still at the top of his game. No matter what your thoughts are, he's always funny. So, yeah. Home Improvement with his, with daughters instead of his son. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, actually. It is very enjoyable. It, it, it's not anything that makes you think. It's just nice brain dead tv and i love brain dead yeah, tv like the old days of tgif yeah yeah like you're not going to learn anything you're not no one's trying to make a statement on anything it's just okay ah all the troubles go away for half an hour and that's i want we asked for right yep okay so let's go on to our final topic which is movies um we're going to do kind of the same thing and first one i want to say is did the disney animated universe all of them up to um this current um ones that they all look like they're drawn by the same people that did archer i'm not happy with that but maybe it'll grow on me we are we do have a show coming up on that in a couple of weeks um the dc animated universe is every bit as good as the marvel cinematic universe um mm -hmm. fight me there it's so it's some of the best movies out it's i just wish that warner brothers would learn how to pick from their animated instead of the yeah because they a are whole another discussion because right they they are true to the comics and they are made for comic book people and it's easy for most people to just grasp on whether yeah, you're a comic book well. or not um all the broken lizard stuff super troopers super <laughs> troopers 2 beer fest club dread i just read yes. uh jay calisandiaris i can't say his last name uh his autobiography and it's like they just did some brilliant 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 work and it's 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 monty python meets um saturday night live that's mm -hmm. how you can describe them and i love it the second half of the jurassic park series the, the chris pine stuff love those and one that you guys haven't seen in forever and a day and you need to rewatch young guns one and two especially that soundtrack with bon jovi and two mm. chris pratt though right that's what i said isn't it? oh pine yes that's <laughs> what i meant y'all y'all know i'm gonna get the names wrong all the time one that's of the chris's that's part of the charm. It's a Chris. Okay, it's a Chris. <laughs> Tyler, let's hear your movie list, sir. All right. Um, we're going to go back into what I'm used to talking about here. Frankenstein's Army. I definitely recommend that if you're into the horror um, weirdness. 
Mm-hmm. It is a grotesque, visually uh, stunning movie. Um, a bunch of uh, experiments done, creating just creatures with giant, weird weapons attached to them, and just uh, it's it's insane. Nice. Um, Dead Snow one and two, two of my favorite zombie movies ever. They get pretty cheesy, but would it be yeah, better got- if they were on snowboards? Please tell me there's um, a snowboarding zombie somewhere. <laughs> I will quite. watch that if there is. <laughs> not quite. But uh it's it's basically Nazi zombies coming after these these people in both of them for a very I almost spit take right then. <laughs> um also I will have to mention um six string samurai. Everybody That's another Dino knew this love. one. Yeah. That's one that mm-hmm. Dino absolutely loved and i could see why buddy holly in a post-apocalyptic world with a rockabilly theme battling people with uh using his guitar as a weapon and then using a uh, obviously a samurai sword as a weapon and honestly it's crazy and fun man because you said that um our listeners can expect a thought bubbles with me and you in, a, in the next few weeks because i'm gonna watch that because I, I, I i feel like i want to do that one for dino anyway because that's yeah awesome yeah, yeah. do you have, it, do you have, do you have one more force um yeah i don't it was out quite a while ago i don't know how many people have seen Chappie. um yeah it's um short circuit on acid it's, <laughs> uh you got you got a robot you got you got a couple of weird gangsters that you know, they come into possession, well, not possession of, but Chappie joins them. They kind of try and bend him to their to do their bidding and stuff and become part of their crew and, and a lot of gunfighting, a lot of just weirdness, man. And it's a fun ride. I know it's a lot. There's a theme that goes through a lot of your movies. Chris, <laughs> oh, no, I got I got I got to read. Uh, this is Griffin's. And he said uh, Cinema Paradiso. And I have no idea what that is. Sorry, I can't do that with any justice. The Great Dictator. I think everyone's watched Schindler's List. Oh. Put that one in the in the boy in striped pajamas, and I'm done for the next month. Right. Um, and to uh, counteract that, not another teen movie. Um, and those were all fun, <laughs> by the way. So yeah, I, I can't I can't harp on that list at all. Christina, yeah. what do you got? Okay, so I don't know if you've seen this one, Tyler. It's called The Returned. It's from 2013. It's a zombie movie. Um, but the preface is that there's a medication that if you've been infected, it keeps you from turning into a zombie as long as you take it every day. And of course, the crisis is the medicine's running out. Of course. Um, it's it's really well done. It's a little more drama side of the zombie thing, but I really, really enjoyed it. Um, a Boy and His Dog from 1973. It oh, is- wow. Post-apocalyptic twisted as fellow operator. Um, really good. Uh, starring a very young Don Johnson. Oh, nice. So was he wearing I, a white coat? Nope, he was wearing a loincloth, I think. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know. There you go, ladies. Uh, it was the 70s. Don't judge. Uh, There's a lot of hair on that chest. 2015, <laughs> if you like Kung Pao, you're going to love Kung Fury. 
Absolutely. It's 30 minutes of the most ridiculous, hilarious. The first time I watched it, my my son Matthew turned me on to it and I was like, I so looked good. at him and I, I looked at him, I was I was like, well, that was 30 minutes of my life. I won't get back. And then I watched it like 12 times after yep. <laughs> because it's just ridiculous, ridiculous Tom fun. Gary too is in production. I know, I know. He called me. He's like, guess what? Um, yeah, no, it it's 30 minutes. And if you're gonna if you're gonna watch, um, if you're gonna watch Kung Pao, watch Kung Fury. It's it's a genius. Nice. And 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 I love it. <laughs> okay, now let I, I we have to cut off because I got to do Skeeter's list. We got to get out of here because I know people got to go to work. So let me read Skeeter's list for us real quick. Um, and you can double a lot of these just for me. Um, he said the Cowboys, the John Wayne version, um, the American President, mm-hmm. New in Town. Never heard of that one. Uh, secondhand oh, Lions, so the Great oh, yeah. Santini. And as always, a movie that him and I watched a million times together, Book of Love. If you haven't watched Book of Love, let me let me let me soapbox on this one for a second. That is the best story from you know 90s, from quote unquote modern times, talking about the 50s and the 60s. It, it's all really? flashback. It's so good. I mean, just so good. I and I'll plug New in Town. You have to watch it. It's Renee Zellweger. And Harry Connick Jr., New New Yorker, Florida chick, ends up in uh, Minnesota. In Minnesota, don't oh, you know? So hilarious and and funny. Outstanding. So thanks, thanks everybody for hanging in with us. Sorry, it felt kind of a little rushed, but we had some technical stuff we had to deal with today. Um, as always. Check it, check us out on all our social medias. Join our Patreon, www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use the comment, we paid extra for it. Do the uh yeah, like, like our stuff, share it. That means so much to us. I mean, I don't think you can even possibly imagine. And if you're an audio listener on a, on iTunes, give us a little review. That helps us out. It helps us get in front of a lot more people's eyes. So yeah. until until next time, I'm Dub. We were here with Skeeter and Griffin and Christina. And Tyler, keep on geeking on, guys. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.